Amen. Wow. Are you excited to be in church? Yeah. Hey, why is it broken? Is it mine this thing? Or is another one? No problem. Amen. Amen. I want you to understand that the greatest investment you can give to your life, you can do with your life, you can invest, is the investment into your spiritual life is the investment into your spiritual life but the unfortunate thing is that we live in a jet age and in a jet age everything is done fast 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 So, these days, people rather live for money. They will sacrifice their spiritual disciplines for money. They will sacrifice their spiritual disciplines for relationship. They will sacrifice their spiritual life for work. But in the day of adversity, they begin to pay dearly. Listen. Some of the messages you are listening today, if you don't take them in a few years to come, you you will you pay with interest. You will regret not being serious with your spiritual life. And I've been sounding this alarm for so many years now. And I said that the car, you will get some. Can I get an amen to that? I said the house you will get some. That job you will get some. The marriage you will get some. But in all you're getting, get wisdom. Invest into your spiritual life. I've seen so many people pay, pay for it dearly. I've seen ordinary Christians who turn into politicians and that was the end of their Christian journey. Because while they were young, they did not invest. They have dried out and expired. What discipline will you train your children with? Huh? When you yourself, you don't believe fornication is a sin. You don't know any honor. You have never learned in your, all your life, you have never learned to follow any person. You have never. Because your parents themselves were way, wayward. They were wayward. Disorganized. Are you with me? And so the only place you could come, you can come to receive sound word, sound doctrine, wisdom for growth in your spiritual life which is the church is also the place you didn't take serious to the apostle on facebook and i said that if 
our parents do not have a good marriage and they are not living happily in their house where else can we go to learn how to have a good marriage where else huh where else where else do you know any other place because most of your lecturers who are even teaching you have side checks and second wives I don't know if you get what I'm saying I was listening to a testimony of a man of God who shared a testimony of a, a medical doctor who had I mean he's a medical doctor so he has a PhD you see that and one day he had throat cancer or something and he had just about a man to leave he said every time he was doing consultation work and people were coming he was telling them oh don't worry everything will be fine he was always crying with you and say, hey so I'm about to die I mean his medical profession could not save him the man who brought apple apple eh? at a certain stage of his life he had cancer he became lame his money couldn't save him and he died So this doctor now heard of a certain prophet in fountain gate and the doctor went to him and said Doc, prophet this what my problem the prophet prayed over water and gave to him to drink he said go it is done about one month later the man came back and testified and said doctor he said um, pastor i'm telling you to the glory of god that the cancer has disappeared now if this man had not had a certain sense of honor for spirituality he would have died I don't know if you understand what I'm saying the reason a lot of people will come around I mean certain Christians will go to certain prophet and not receive most of the times is because they don't have honor they don't place they've just said oh AFM when he prays for the sick they get you so they've just heard and they feel like let me, let me I don't know if you understand because they've not been taught that God places special treasure in earthen vessels that it is not about the container it's about the God living in the container but because they've not grown in church having honor they see a, 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 a young boy I just mentioned he's a young boy he's even below 30 what does he know and I ask a question if our parents didn't have a successful marriage where do we go and learn marriage from and how will we even teach our children? Huh? Your children will pay dearly because we raise our children after our belief systems and our mindsets. What did the make say? Do you understand what I'm saying? We raise our children, we raise prosper- posterity. Our children, our grandchildren, we raise them after how we, we, we were raised. Do you understand? But what happens when we find out that we ourselves are not serious and now how are we going to raise them when we ourselves we don't have anything within us to give to them? That's the danger. That is where America got to. Okay, you're welcome. That's where America got to and today there are people are saying we love we love to sleep with the opposite sex because when they were growing up people start I mean there was no order and people started growing up and saying you know um leave 
us to do whatever we want. And those people also grew up and became husbands and gave birth to their children and said that, oh, these children, they are not males, they are no females until the day they decide that they are males or they are females. Do you know today in America, in some states in America, when a child is born, they don't name the sex. They said, not, not unknown. They allow the child to grow to 18 years before the child chooses which sex he is. And if you are not careful, you can be walking in America eh? and you meet a lady and say, hello, sister. He say, I'm not a sister. I will sue you for calling me a lady. That is how, how far a generation has gone away from God. Look, don't throw away your confidence for in due season there shall be great recompense. There shall be a great a great a great reward. Don't throw away. Don't throw away your spirituality. Don't throw away your spirituality. Don't throw away your service to God. Don't throw away your service to God, church. Don't throw it away. Don't throw it away. Don't throw it away. Don't throw it away. When the Bible says spare the rod and spoil the child, people who didn't give a damn about the Bible now wrote their own theses. Uh, I do education. They wrote their own theses, wrote books on why we must allow children to behave the way they want to behave. And now we have an educational system called child-centered. What does it mean? I quite Jimmy Jimmy you so no class. Minister to the Mekana so when a child is fooling they say oh when he gets to this age he will stop and we just take theories because somebody who is dead who didn't even on the he had five wives has propounded five wives and not just five wives he was a wee smoker alcoholic drug addict, a madman. Yeah. Why am I saying this? I'm saying this because our generation is going too far. When you hear that someone has killed somebody, the name is Peter. The name is John. Have you, heard, have you seen that before? These Sakawa boys, they are called James. John. Peter. Uh, Andrews. What else? David. Elijah. Elijah. Elisha. Daniel. Danny. He's a Sakawa boy. Danny. He has taken someone to Juju. Danny. How did you name your child Daniel and not train him after Daniel? It's an abomination. Yesterday, I was it yesterday. Oh, yeah, I think yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, I had a visitor. I'm talking about how you name your child Daniel, and the child doesn't end up becoming a, a prophet. <laughs> I was with a visitor, Fury Bright paid me a visit. Now I was chatting with him, chatting with him. Then he was telling me about something. Then we, we spoke for a while. Then when we finished, I closed my eyes, began to pray for him, and I prayed, I prayed. Then while I was praying, I saw a name. 
Are you with me? And I mentioned the name. When I mentioned the, the name, me, I didn't even know that was the name of the woman that he was complaining about. You get it? So I mentioned the name and I mentioned the day born. Then he said, ah! and then he stood up. He said, that's the woman's name. Now the name, the name that is there, no, the name that I mentioned, no, contradicts the person. <laughs> Say in the name of Jesus. My life will reflect Christ. It will reflect the Bible. It will reflect God. I, reflect God. I, refuse, I refuse to live in sin. To live in sin. I refuse I to conform to the world. Conform to the world. I refuse. I refuse to be a sinner. To be a sinner. Uh, just think about it that my name is Micah then I don't become a prophet what a contradiction huh <laughs> so when I mentioned the name he said ah! I say yeah but I'm a prophet I met me body to us you and he said me but just first I mentioned the name I met But uh, by the way, it had also been a while since I even prophesied. So when I when I pr- I mentioned the name, I said, "Hey, okay, I didn't know that's what ho. I didn't know that's what ho." <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you name a child Daniel. You name a child Joseph. Solomon, who is a fool. How does a parent name a child Solomon, and the child is a fool? Because they only gave a name. They didn't look for the, the one they were naming after. Because they didn't even know. They hear, oh, the Bible, Bible, your friend is Solomon. But my name is Solomon. I don't know what to do. I don't Look, we need to arise and preach true Christianity. We need to arise. We need to arise and preach true Christianity. Most of the people are in church because we are not speaking true Christianity to them. They are not hearing the message of Jesus Christ. They are not. They are not. If care is not taken, time may even come in our ministry. I will ban all forms of activities. Hey. Hey. May God touch my heart one day in the future. I say this time, no more choreography. No more praise and worship. Full stop. Eyes. Everything is Bible. Preaching, teaching, preaching, teaching, preaching. Teaching, preaching, teaching, preaching, teaching. Hey! What a church. <laughs> yeah. I remember when we started this church, there was no praise and worship. We just stuck in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Two hours, Bible. <laughs> because, hey, 
the early disciples that's how they started the, the early church it was prayer and it was the word it was prayer the word prayer the word prayer the word rindo sugambala zinga lindo sukapa baluzon bangara lembolo asataya lakala sakoba mendika zuka lenta manduzu zukapa rabadu zebadeba is that when they pray the place in which the wall shook how do you pray for a place to shake because they were true christians they were true christians what do we have today five minutes check five minutes prayer church people are tired they are tired five minutes prayer they are tired by this time you should have been able to write books as a christian if you have been in church for 10 years you should be able to write a book books because everything we are teaching is knowledge minister tell me can say who call school no school who call no after how many years after 8 years can't you write an essay ah by the time you are in jhs one can't you write an essay why is it that you have been in church for so many years and you can't write a, a single book you can't write a book on holiness you can't write a book on marriage You can't write a book on relationship. You can't write a book on prayer, but you have been every now and then. The reason is because we are not actually raising true Christians and true disciples in church. We are just coming to church to sit down. Then somebody will just say something that will excite us. We are just looking for the next strategy to be rich, the next strategy to get a boyfriend, the next strategy to then it is some something. There's something. After Jesus left, The disciples started writing books. Is not true? They started writing books and writing letters. But that's a sign of a true disciple. This is that you are writing. It means after a while, after a year, you should be able to put all of this together and have a body of knowledge. One day when you give birth, you call your child and say sit down. 20 years ago, papa told me this. Papa said that When you do this is wrong. Don't do this. Don't do my son. This is what my father taught me. And I'm like, I want you to understand my son that I didn't have parents that were able to raise me in the way of the Lord. But I met a man of God and this man of God taught me the ways of the Lord. And this is what he taught me. This is my book. Now take this book and live your life. And when we come to church we say write notes. You see people there, hey, I send me man. Yeah, guys, I need trainers. I am ready. You don't know what you are doing. He sat them down. He taught them for 3 days. 3 days without food. I'm praying that one day we will come here. We will come here. I will teach and never get tired. 3 days. Your family members will call your boss will call and say, "Hey, today you have not come to say you have no idea. I'm still in church." They say, "Eh? No sana ma kanzanga. No sana na mutia for them sir." That's why we still have um, that's why pastors end up shooting their wives. Because the pastor himself eh, he was not trained well. He just became pastor by just being around that he went to some bible school or something or another pastor just liked him and said you know I like you just come and become a pastor then pastor he struggling with pornography pastor he struggling with masturbation pastor he struggling with lust pastor he struggling with money when he sees money his eyes are doing kuli 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 he's stealing money but he said pastor he can prophesy he can heal the sick but oyaza why because 
the time came for him to take his spirituality serious. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Am I speaking to your soul? I'm speaking to your soul. When I set out, I can bring one day, I will bring my old notes, my old notes, my old notes. The things I'm teaching today, they are notes I made before even I went to SHS. The things I'm teaching today. I didn't know what I was learning, but I, I just, I was just in church, they were just teaching and I was taking notes. Teaching and I was taking notes. And I'm telling you that most of us are from families and backgrounds that if we want to pass on that background to our children and our, and our grandchildren, there's nothing good to give to them. There's nothing good. There's nothing good. There's nothing good. There's nothing good. I mean, if you live with a parent, listen, if you live with a parent who doesn't want his child to succeed, what effect do you think it will do to you? You will grow up, have children, say, you have no idea. Even my father never took care of me. But he can do more. But he will simply refer you that his parents didn't, his parents were not a blessing to his own. He too will not be a blessing to you. I've seen it many times. And that's when I began. I said, take your spirituality serious. Your children must grow and say, I thank my father. My father is a blessing. Father is a blessing. Me, I thank my mother. She's a blessing. Lift your hand and pray and tell God that God, I want to be serious. I want to be serious. I don't want to end up as a weed smoker, a drug addict, a porn actor, a prostitute, a liar, a, a false politician, a criminal, a froster, a froster into Ponzi schemes, a froster into Ponzi schemes. Who that amount for you, Musiga? You tell people, bring 500 cities, I will give you 1,000 cities. It's legit, but you know that the thing is false. And you are into ministry. Pray. Jesus, Lord, help me. Lord, deliver our souls. Lord, help me. Deliver me from evil. Deliver me from evil. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Zulu, Zulu, Kababaya. Zulu, Zulu, Kababaya. Father set us ablaze, Makora Basuni Minimikata, and burn anything that is not of you, Now sit down for me in a short time. 
Let me show you. You know, we are talking about characteristics of true converts. Right? False converts and true converts. Today, I'm showing you true um, um, signs of, of true conversion. Okay? Signs of true converts or true conversion. And today, we are going to do a case study. We are going to pick someone in the Bible. And then we do, but before that, let's read our anchor text. Let's read our anchor text. What's the scripture? Um, Matthew. No, no, no. Which one did we use? Um, yeah. We, I gave you Matthew, I gave you Luke and Mark, right? So which one should we go? Yeah, let's just take in of them. And then we, we go. Mark chapter 4. Verse, verse um, where do we even start from? It starts from verse 3, but the, the parable of the sower. Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow seed, and it came to pass as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. So the first group fell by the roadside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it. And I told you about that last time. And some fell on stony ground where it had not much earth. And immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of what? Of earth. I told you about that. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. The reason a lot of Christians wither, they lose their confidence is because they don't have enough roots. That's why when somebody becomes a new Christian, the thing they need is more teachings, not prophecies. Me, I'm a prophet. Too. If I die and come back, I will, me, I never want to be an apostle. Never. Me, the other Prophets will say apostle. Me, the other Ah! And come say, dead, dead. Those who are apostles, they should enjoy their apostles. They can preach and, and, and command power and all those things. I want to be a prophet. But I'm saying that eh, when people come into Christ, what they need is not prophecies. Eh? What they need is sound biblical doctrine. What they need is how to, how to, how to live in righteousness, how to escape sin, how to stop sinning, how to stop pornography, how to walk in the spirit, how to serve God, how to pray, how to fast, how to come to church, how to be a serious Christian, how to, how to, how to. If you find yourself in a, 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 a place as a new convert where everything is more like an entertainment and an excitement and with all kinds of stage lightings after 20 years you you will pay for it after 20 years sure me i'm young but god has god has given me the grace to see the future God has given me the grace. 
I can look at you and tell your 30 years from now. And I'm telling you that eh, there are storms coming and many people wither away. Some of the young ministers you see them around, in the future they'll be businessmen. They won't even be preachers. They will only tell tales about them. He said, because, he said they had no roots, so they did what? They withered. What you need is no prophecy. What you need is the word of God. What you need is a serious spiritual life. That's what you need. What you need is, eh, the pastor is not paying me a visit. Eh, when I've been chatting, he doesn't reply. That's not what you need. When I asked for money, he didn't give me money. That's not what you, you don't need money. If we pamper you with money, eh, we are destroying you. I think if you listen to the other message, you, you get the story I told about the church, a certain church. And some and other fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased and brought forth some 30 and some 60 and some 100. Verse 9. And he said, he that had ears, let him hear. So this is the parable of the sower. Which talks about four different kinds of grounds. Right? We have what? The wayside. The stony ground. The torn ground. And the good soil. Okay? So don't forget it. The stony ground, it grew very fast, didn't it? It grew very fast because it didn't have roots. It just fell on the stony ground. So you see, an eye then, I feel free. I feel free, you know. Because the plant must go down so that it can tap oxygen and water from the ground. But because there's a rock, the rock is preventing it from tapping. Do you see that? So because of that, it can go up. And every tree that truly goes very high, it also goes very down. You see that? It has been found out that the height of a tree is half of its top root. Or even more. So if a tree is 50 meters, if a tree is 100 meters up, it means that the root is 50 meters down. <laughs> you see that? Or even more, 60, 70 meters down. So the reason the stony ground couldn't go is because it's shallow. Do you understand? It's shallow. A pastor is shallow. A Christian is shallow. Shallow, you are welcome. A Christian is shallow. A Christian who is not spiritual. A Christian is shallow. It means that very soon they will dry out. Do you see that? Then we have the other one, the wayside. These are people, they are distracted. I mean, they are just standing by the way. They are not going. They are not coming. You see that? Uh -huh. And when you, you become a new convert or you become a Christian and you are not involving. Okay? You are not involving. You are just standing by. You are a spectator. You don't grow faster. Christians who are spectators in church, they don't grow. That's why, blessing, I gave you work to do. If you have work in church to do, eh, it will always cause you to come to church. So if you don't have work to do, see any of the shepherds and tell them please I want to get work to do 
If not, you may be a wayside person. And that will always hinder your growth in church. Not just your growth, your spiritual growth. So I'm still talking about what? False what? I'm talking about false conversion. I'm not yet, I'm not yet um, true conversion. But I'm talking about the four kinds of soils. And I said the, 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 the tongues. Which one did I get to? Wayside, wayside, yeah. And then the tongues. Some people are planted in the midst of tongues. Now in the midst of tongues, he said the cares of the world, the cares, issues, problems. When problems come, they just die. The tongues shook them and they quit. You see that? Like somebody who comes to church or comes to Christ, then finds out that Charlie things are still not getting better in terms of maybe their finances, their education, their marriage. If they come to Christ because of that, they, there's a likelihood they'll go back because they are not planted in a good soil. We don't come to Christ so that our marriage will be good or so that we'll pass exam. We come to Christ so that we don't go to hell. That's the main reason why we go to we come to Christ. We come to Christ so that we can serve God. Are you with me? Then while we, if we have that understanding now, the Bible will now teach us how to have a successful marriage, a successful relationship. But that one is secondary. The primary reason why we come to Christ is so that we can serve God and go to heaven. Do you understand? Do you understand? That's the primary reason. The secondary matters. But when we come to Christ because of the secondary matters, when the curse of the world comes against us, we will quit. Because we are not planted in what? A good soil. Then the final one is what? The true compass. And that is what I want to talk about today. What a word. The true compass. And he said they were planted where? In the good soil. Let's see characteristics of the good soil. Are you ready? Let, let's the, the first, let's look at the case study anyway. The case study. Let's go to the book of Luke 19, verse 1. Luke 19, verse 1. Now, the book of Luke was written by Luke the doctor, was a friend of Apostle Paul. Have you opened Luke 19? Luke 19 talks about um, Zacchaeus and Jesus Christ. So, Anytime you want to remember where Zacchaeus and Jesus Christ is, remember it's in Luke what? 19. Okay? And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Next verse. And because there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. So he was the chief among tax collectors, and he was what? He was rich. So that was the guy. I mean, if you come to a Ponzi scheme, fraudulent man, this is the guy you are looking for. Okay? It's like these Ponzi schemes that are around, world remit, it's a Ponzi scheme. Cash up, it's a Ponzi scheme. Eh? Ponzi schemes are fake ways of making money. Fake ways of making money. Some of you, if you get someone who sends you, send 500 cities and get 1,000, stay away. The devil's trap. Betting, betting. You bet on football. You bet on boxing. You bet on this lottery. They are up. Look, this thing I'm saying, I'm not just talking about the Bible, okay? 
I'm not talking just about the Bible. I did a research. If you go to Netflix, there is a video called Muni Explained. And they talked about seven ways Muni, seven wrong ways Muni is used. Seven reasons why people are poor. Seven things. Okay? And one of them was Ponzi schemes. And, and all kinds of money, double, doubling money, will double your money for you, all those things. Now, Zacchaeus was a tax collector and he was into all kinds of fraudulent acts. So he was the chief. It's like he's the one who sends young people, he said, Go and take the money and bring Then he passed. So he became rich by being a fraudulent man. He became rich by. So, and in those days, if you were a publican, if you were a tax collector, you were the highest of sinners. Yes, because the tax collector can come to you because the Roman government had put them there. They can come to your house and beat you with their soldiers. The tax collector can come to you and say you are owing tax, and they are like a land guard or something. They will beat you, huh? They will take your wife or take your child. You understand? That's why in um, an, a, a miniature of it is when the prophet died and they were coming to take his. Is uh, what his two children? Do you understand? But in the, in Jesus' time, this was worse. They can do just anything. They can take if they, if you are owing taxes, they can take just anything from you. They can beat you. He can drag you to jail and lock you up. And you know the interesting thing: people didn't like tax collectors because of how they lived their life. And so Jesus is coming in the crowd, and now. This guy, the Bible is talking about a tax collector who was the chief and he was rich. Next verse. And this man knew that he was a sinner. Do you see that? Is there any sort to see Jesus who he was? The first thing you know about true converts is that they have a genuine desire to meet Jesus. A genuine desire to meet Jesus. That's my point one. A genuine desire. A genuine desire. A genuine. Genuine is spelled G-E-N-U-I-O-N-E. Right? Genuine. A genuine desire. Desire D-E-S. I-R-E a genuine desire to meet Jesus he sought what did he do he sought to see Jesus he sought to have an experience with Jesus he sought to meet Jesus that was his desire I want to meet Jesus I want to know Jesus I want to see him the man people have been talking about that everywhere he goes he set the captives free And I don't know what you may be going through. Maybe you have been struggling with lust for 20 years. You can't tell with anyone. Genuine encounter with Jesus. Zacchaeus could not resist forcing people for their money. He could not resist being a, a, a fraudulent man. A wicked man. But one day, 
he had a genuine desire to meet Jesus. Is he there? Have you seen it there? Now, and he could not for the press because he was of little stature. Anyone, listen, everyone who has a genuine desire for Je- to meet Jesus will find out that there are barriers and blockades that will try to stop them from meeting Jesus. Zacchaeus' own was that the first one was there was a crowd that he could not penetrate inside the crowd. You've been to the market or a president has come to town and you are trying to meet him or touch him and there are police and guards. That was how Jesus lived his life. So many guards. If Joe Peter will slap you or something. And again, he had a little what? Stature. Now let me explain something. Are you ready for it? Let me explain. I'm still under the genuine repentance. The first blockade is an external blockade. External limitation. You have external limitations that may try to prevent you from coming to Christ or prevent you from serving God. External limitations. And Zacchaeus' external limitation was what? What? The crowd. That was his external limitation. Now yours, your external limitation can be your academic background. Your family may say, no, we won't let you go. Are you with me? Your friends may say, no, don't go and serve God. Your work, you, it could be that, hey, if I have to go and serve God, it means that you know that me, I, 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 I do, this is the work I do, and this work is not genuine. So if I have to go to Jesus, that means I have to stop lottery. It's either I choose to serve God or I stop lottery. And I'm in charge of the lottery chaos. Do you understand? Are you, are you here with me? It's like you're running a beer bar. A bar where people come to drink aquatessi. And now you are about to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. What do you do? Will you let go? Will you close down your beer? And come to Jesus? Or you say, oh, God knows my heart because that's how I eat food. Why don't you turn it into a restaurant where you sell food instead? Rather than alcohol. That's an external limitation and every one of us has one. When God was calling me into ministry, I knew that I was going to lose so much. I knew. Because I was wildly intelligent. Wild. So I can't be my robotics engineer again. I said, all these gifts are going to be useless. Endowment. Eternal limitation. The press. The press. What will people say? Hey, blessing. She's oh, now she's a, a soft mommy. He's married a pastor. Hey, who? From where? Are you with me? External. What people will say? Those are external. What people will say about you? Hey, AFM, so he has started church. Hey, clown, clown, maba. I'm see so. I've been preaching for 15 years. Huh? 
2nd September tomorrow is 16 years. <laughs> Are you with me? Yeah. External. When I was quitting my job, I said I won't teach. I'm going to serve God. Because if I were to compare how much I have to put into this education, this GS thing, I said, no, I can't do it. Let it go. Let social security go. Let thousand whatever salary go. All die be die. That's an, ex and, and that's an external press, an external limitation. That will try to stop you from coming to serve God. Are you, are you following what I'm saying? Sometimes you will find out that the thing that is your limitation externally is a job opportunity that will come. And that job opportunity is calling you to go into a kind of work that will prevent you from serving God. You, because and that one too, it has more money. More money, you'll be paid five thousand cities a month. Five thousand cities. Will you do it, or you will still sit here and, and, and play drums, or play, or you not even have it. You just clean chairs and be selling biscuits. Because it is better to sell biscuits and serve God than to go for five thousand cities and not serve God. Zacchaeus had his own. Turn to neighbor and say, neighbor, where is your press? Where is your press? The first time I organized a group of people, I had been preaching for so many, for about, um, about six years. I've been preaching for about six years, but I never organized people myself. Do you see that? So, in the year 2011, was it six years or something? In the year 2011, I decided that I was going to gather people. Uh, I was in school. I, so I decided I was going to gather people and do what? And preach to them. Students. When I gathered people, my own friend said I gathered them because I want to sleep with them. Are you with me? And they started calling me Pastor Ashawu. <laughs> Pastor Ashawu. Because they were saying the reason he's doing this is because you use this to get the girls. You remember? You are a witness. You remember? Thank God I have a witness here. In Kodoku, they said, they said this guy is organizing them to, to bend them, to chew them. Open me, But thanks be to God, not a single one of them will ever stand anywhere and say, Me, I tried to remove the abrasia. Thanks be to God. 
But my external press was that my own mates and my friends were saying, Hey, you are doing this thing because you want to chew them. It's an external press. The internal limitation. His internal limitation was because he was little of stature. One other reason that prevents people from having genuine desire to pursue Christ there, eh, that anytime they try to pursue Christ, something they'll be like, me pa. One of them is the second one. I told you the first one is what? External limitation, external blockage. The second one is internal blockage. One of them can be insecurity. Insecurity in the sense that they feel like, hey, me pa, if I go, eh. At the long run, I'm not sure God may be able to help me. Have you ever had that thought before? Hey, won't my friends laugh at me? Won't my friends mock at me? Won't my friend hey people will even say that I what if I fail in life? Insecurity. What if it happens that one day I die and find out there is no hell? I would have wasted all my life in church. When I should have been clapping and bearing and, and chewing and doing things. Internal. Another one could be inferiority. Inferiority. Looking down on yourself. Because some people feel like, hey, me, I'm a sinner. Will God ever assess somebody who has ever committed abortion? Three abortions. Sure. There are people who have committed 15 murders. Not just they've killed and today they are pastors. Don't look down upon yourself because of mistakes you have made in the past. Zacchaeus was naturally short, but Zacchaeus decided that, you know what? I'm going after Jesus. If I am short, I will go after Jesus. If I am small, I will go after Jesus. Some people too, when God is calling them into ministry, they say, God, you know, me, I don't have a degree, oh. How sure are you that me? I one day anyone would even decide that he wants to listen to me. Lord, me cry. You know that school cry. I didn't go as well. If I come to you, this thing now, nah, I'm not sure it will work. Oh. Because he was little stature. It's time for you to look beyond your little stature. Philip, let the keyboard calm down a little bit. It's time for you to look beyond your stature. It's time for you to say, oh, hey, me, I'm, I'm a stammerer. I can't talk well. Don't become like Moses. Huh? Zacchaeus was a little of stature. Give us the next verse. But what did he do? He ran before and did what? And climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him. Oh, he was passed. He was to pass that way. Are you with me? Are you here with me? People who are true converts, they initiate the process. They go for Jesus. Are you with me? They look beyond their past. They look beyond their present state and they say that no 
it is true that in my house no one has served God before. It is true that in my house no one is a pastor. It is true that in my house no one does this. But I'm going after Jesus. And they go. They don't just talk it. They go. They do what? They go. And that's what Zacchaeus did. He took the initiative. True um, converse take initiative. They take the step towards Christ. So the first thing is, they have a desire, a genuine desire for Christ. The second thing is, they take a step towards Christ. They take a step. They take a step. A step towards Christ. That's the second thing. They take a step. They take the initiate, initiative. They initiate the process. They, they take When they hear the gospel being preached to them, they respond by following. They say, wow. So you true that God can set me free from the power of sin. Wow. Then I think what the man is saying is serious. Let me listen further. Are you here with me? That's the step. It is climbing up the sycamore tree. Sometimes the sycamore tree can be a crusade. Sometimes the sycamore tree can be a Simon you listen to. Sometimes the sycamore tree can be a man of God you follow. Can be a man of God. Sometimes the sycamore tree can be a girlfriend or a boyfriend you have met who Charlie who compare but who here is a sound so a serious Christian who is the one who is the one who is the one are you with me? give us the next verse so we can go quickly our time is going and when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him. This is the first time I'm seeing God looking up to a man. When I saw, I was like, wow. God is looking up to a man because the man humbled himself to seek after him. That's what the Bible says. Humble yourself before God and he will lift you up. And that's exactly the, the thing that we are seeing here. Jesus went there and looked up and said, Zacchaeus, make haste. Make haste means hurry up and come down. For today I must abide at thy house. Wow. This is an honor. Don't you think so? For God to say that today I'm coming to your house. It's called divine visitation. Among the crowd that were preventing him from coming, God still chose him. There was a crowd though. Because you read that he said there was a crowd. But despite the crowd, God pinpointed him and said, you are the one I have chosen. That's why I keep telling you that God has chosen you to become a child of God. It is not an ordinary thing to be chosen. Because when you were in school, you were not even chosen to be a, a class captain. But God has chosen you to become a child of God. He has chosen you to be his child. And Jesus, oh, the hit maker, the one who when he goes to a place, a crowd gathers. He is coming in Zacchaeus. No, because draws it, my friend. Today I'm coming to your house to eat. Do you have food in the house? 
said, yeah. He said, let's go eat. And everyone was like, huh? He goes into the tax collector's house to eat food. He goes into the sinner's place. And that's what happens to some of you. When you decide to serve God, some people now start making some nasty comments. Some people start making something, certain comments and certain things against you. It is a sign that salvation and greatness and, and transformed life is about to come. It's a sign. Next verse. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. This is it. This is it. Received him joyfully. Before I talk about receiving joyfully, let's go to the next verse. Next verse, 7, verse 7. Uh-huh. Next, go to verse 8. Okay. The next point I want to introduce to you is true converse exhibit genuine repentance. True converse or true conversion in every true conversion you have preached to somebody you have evangelized to somebody they show genuine repentance okay genuine repentance they don't just cry and roll on the floor and lie down then they go back into their sin no genuine repentance let's look at the story and Zacchaeus stood up and said unto the Lord behold Lord the half of my goods This is genuine repentance. Lord, I have a boyfriend. I have a girlfriend I've been sleeping with. I want to serve God. I want to end that relationship. That's what Zacchaeus did. Lord, I'm a tax collector today. I quit my job. I'm in charge of my bed company. I quit my job. That I close it down. Let's turn it into a, a fellowship meeting. Let's turn it into a church. I see a time coming. There will be people that will accept Christ and they will turn their beer bars into churches in this place. They show genuine repentance until somebody says, Now I have accepted Christ. I used to do this, I have stopped. They have not yet accepted Christ. They are false converts. Church, listen to this. They are false converts. Every true convert who came to Christ left their, their former life. I'm telling you this. They left their former lives. There is no one single example. Not one single example. When, Eli- not just, when Elisha was called by Elijah, do you know what Elisha did? He bent, he bent his, 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 his materials for work. What he used to use to plow his ground, he bent it because he knew that if care is not taken, he will be tempted to come back. Are you with me? Are you following me? So people who are struggling with certain kinds of sins must bend the bridge, bend the bridge. End that relationship and block the person. You can't be my friend because anytime I come around you, I feel like fornicating. You can't be my friend. You can't say I've come to accept Christ and you are still chatting with the person. The person is still your friend. No. You have not truly repented. You are in church all right. But when you answer that word. Now don't say I'm just preaching to you here. I'm also preaching to the one who hear the audio. That's why I'm giving so many examples. 
Because there are hundreds of and thousands of people who listen to the audios. Are you with me? So I'm saying that bend the bridge. And that's what Zacchaeus is doing now. The half of my goose I give to the poor. This is a man who valued his riches. You remember the rich young ruler? The man who came to Jesus and said, what must I do? Jesus said, go and sell everything and come and give to the poor and come and follow me. And the Bible said the guy left sad because he was very rich. Let me come down. He left sad because he was very rich. And this guy, Jesus didn't even say sell, but he said, Lord, I'm selling it. Because people who exhibit genuine repentance, eh, they, as soon as they do it, they know the bad things they are doing. Huh? They know. They know. And immediately, they start cutting off. They start sending messages, please, I won't join that group again. Please, remove me from this WhatsApp page where you post pornographic pictures and girls and then remove me from this old school group. Some people have old school group of four boys where they are womanizers group. Huh? Now they discuss late. This is Marie Bear, seven. Where's Marie Ma five? We say, oh, me, we Marie six. Last month, me, we six. A guy, my feeling. Genuine repentance will go and say, before they realize, John left. Then one of them will come and say, ah, boy, why have you left the page? Ah. And then you know, they can't tell you can't say, I don't tell you free page anymore. Where's our yard? Because you know, I'm forcing no. I have met Christ Jesus and I've accepted him as my Lord and Savior. I am not going back again. This group is dissolved. This friendship is over. It's over. It's over. You can't be a womanizer and be my friend. Even, even as a pastor, eh, I don't keep relationships with people who are we what? I just see them as acquaintances. That's it. But my closest friends, I don't actually even have a lot of close friends. And I'll say this on record. Most pastors who are my brothers are not my friends. They are brothers. My true friends, eh? They are my sons and daughters. They are my true friends. I've shared something very important, but you may not understand. There's nothing, the most deepest of things, I share them with my, my, my sons and my daughters. The most deepest of personal reasons, I share them. But I don't share them with, the, with my, 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 my brothers. I'm careful because Wrong associations will destroy your good character. If your friend, all your friends are this, are like this, and they are like that, it is, it is going to affect your spiritual life. Bend those bridges. The half of my goods I give out. If he has 100 cars, he says, I'm giving out half. Then he walks up to the Rolls Royce and says, Rolls Royce, you may need your home, but for Christ's sake, you can go. He sees, he has five girlfriends. Ah, it's over. 
Hey, guy, me. Ah, oh, yeah. But because of Christ, it's over. It's over. It's over. Genuine repentance. To, to repent me, it means to change direction. To change direction. So when we are telling people to repent, we are telling them, change your lifestyle. Change your direction. You are heading to hell. You are living in sin. It's time for you to do, do uh, to turn back. Okay, that's what I told, don't go and tell people, hey, Jesus loves you. Come to church. What? That is not the gospel. That's not the gospel. True repentance. The things I used to do, I do them no more. That's true repentance. The things I used to do, I do them no more. The things I used to do, I do them no more. There is great change since I met Christ. And I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation. Do you see it there? Because he knew he had done that. He said, I restore him four times. times four through repentance that's why I said this guy's life is a case study for us so that we know if we were truly born again or we have just come to church and we are just around because if case not taking you we may not meet you in hell but the day God says let's go for his case we may come and meet you in hell oh. because you were <laughs> because <laughs> we will meet in hell because me I won't go to hell I'm going to heaven but if care is not taken, because you have not accepted Christ, but you are in church. And if care is not taken, you will die and go to hell. And the day God will say, Michael, let's go to let's go to a sketching or David or something, let's go to a sketching or something. Bless it, let's go to a sketching in, in hell. Don't go and meet sister, whatever and brother, whatever in hell. Oh. Say, ah, we're not the chorister, we're not the preacher, we're not the evangelist, we're not that guy. He said, you know, I was just faking it in church. I even learned how to speak in tongues. I was faking it. I didn't really believe in Jesus. I didn't accept him as my Lord and Savior. I didn't even believe that he died for me. I just thought it was some fairy tale. If you think Jesus' death on the cross is a fairy tale, you are not yet saved. You are not yet saved. Oh, sorry, said the mayor. You are always encouraged. So you love. I mean, people come to church because of encouragement. It's part of the reason. So they can be in church. You can have a crowd of people. When you see a church of thousand people, eh? about half of them are criminals and People are just duping people. Wa cause zang obia. Wa tuan sasi we am away. Wa sian kwa kwa am away. Wa sian tuan am away. Odi obi. I mean, and they are in church. Wa sian your elder. Ah, wa sian your elder. Genuine repentance. Genuine repentance. This is what church. We must look for this when we bring our new converts to church. What are they willing to lose for Christ? We must see evi- physical evidences of the things they are willing to lose for Christ. The physical evidences. One time I told Edgar, volleyball, follow me, volleyball, it is over with you. And he said, yes. 
It pained him for a while. Eh? But one day he finally said, I have chosen ministry over volleyball. And ministry has given him things and has taken him places all these years. Huh? He's so many years old of playing volleyball. One of the best in Ghana. Eh? Volleyball and Timam Fasa and Munyamna Mano. In the years of Bisa, I must say, Missuma Mora Mukoyeno. Did you lack anything? And he said, No. Say, Yes, so much. 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 Yes, so but you must have genuine repentance. Genuine. When we preach to people, we must see evidences. You tell you, oh, you know, even if they are necessary, they will tell you, oh, I'm always on this shift, whatever shift, but I will squeeze myself. I would rather work hard so that I'll get time to come to church. Ah, Pastor, you know, because of my work, I don't get time. Oh. There's a problem. Oh. There's a problem. There's a problem. Somebody say, mercy. Because yes. yeah. my work, oh. I don't get time for that one. I know you mean come, but I'm unable to come. There's a problem somewhere. Very soon they will go back into the world. Very soon Satan will drag them again because they have not yet bent the bridge. I was chatting with one of my friends, and we're just talking about something. He's a teacher, and he said me. Well, he has started his own church. He said, I was there. Then they called him and said, hey, you can't be a teacher and be a pastor. I said, I've never heard that before. I said, that's why it is. it's not me they called. If they called me, I would have blasted that whole panel. If I'm a teacher and I'm doing business, will you call me and ask me? Will you call me and ask me? Besides, all, it's not like he doesn't go to school. He goes to school, all right, does everything all right, but... The district office still called him for a need and, and sat him down. Now, why? I'm saying they, they are lucky it isn't me. I will look at them and address them. Sometimes you answer a fool by his fully. Sometimes you are quiet. At this time, you have to answer a fool, a fool by his fully. And then he told them that hey, I want you to know that I am willing to quit this job if you people start fooling. Because I will never negotiate ministry and job. And I keep telling you, if you, you are a teacher, eh, like Nanado said, no teacher becomes a millionaire. It's full stop. So don't let people use teaching to fool you and make you look. You teacher ni a wonsum yame uso wanyansa. Teacher ni a wonsum yame u wanyansa. I mean obi a uko juma uko pontre. Ube pontre abafieno. U wonsum yame na u wanyansa. Yes. Uh huh. He's batted. Obi or Chile University or yet distance course. What does you use motorbike? Or yet this or Chile or I'm telling you that it means that Charlie, life is just complex. Save God and stop fooling around and be like, oh, it's money. We are looking for money. Go to lighthouse and see medical doctors. He's an usher. He's a medical doctor. He's an usher. Who Jimmy for who? Who a nurse? I've been here for two years. Won't cry sorry. Wait, be there. When they were having give thyself holy last two years or something, 
there was a lecturer in Harvard University. He flew all the way from Harvard to come to Ghana to come and be a driver of pastors. Lecturer. Now lecturer no adage. Oh adage. Does a lecturer have time? Do you think lecturers have time after all these theses and marking of scripts and, and, and lecturing in Harvard? But he still said, no matter what happens, I'm going back to Ghana to go and serve in church. Shame on you. Shame on you. When you don't show genuine repentance, shame on you. I've traveled all, all around and I meet people, all kinds of people. And when they tell you, say me, I'm a, I'm, I'm, he said, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a lawyer. Young, young people, I'm a lawyer. And he plays keyboard in church. Lawyer, plays keyboard. I, I'm asking, which time did they use to learn how to play the keyboard? Now, Lord, in Dindi way, well, who's your just normal science? No, who's it? What do you mean, Me, I keep saying that science is just is the cheapest. Science, eh, for chain, eh, for chain, philosophy, eh, for chain, theology, eh, for chain, um, um, psychology, eh, for chain, law. Or no, see, or no, law, law. I mean, we went to a place, the guy was driving us to a hotel room, was a lawyer, a lawyer, lawyer. A movie program now he was driving us to our hotel room in Kumasi. A lawyer. Are you truly saved? Which point have I given you? Are you truly saved? If they don't show signs, eh? Of genuine repentance, eh? There is a problem. No matter which time they close from church, they will still from work, they will still be able to come to church. I mean, something that is about your eternal relevance, ah, huh? your destiny, your future. You're talking about hairdressing work. Huh? Quit the work and go and serve God. you this you will all look if you serve god well eh, god will bless you that's the thing are you with me but until we are willing as christians to realize to say that this thing is non-negotiable i won't choose between job i won't choose between money i won't choose between anything and serving god i won't choose because the thing has already been chosen any other thing is an option that's why i didn't think twice about any other thing Are you here or you are going to take tea in the house? Are you, are you here you are saying, this guy, what is he, what is this nonsense he's saying? I'm preaching, the, it's the word of God though. Yes. Jesus said, if any man will come after me and will not deny himself, take up his cross and follow me, he, that, that guy, he shouldn't even come. Because if any man wants to follow me, let him deny himself. Look, they will always show genuine repentance. I remember there's a guy, he's in the US right now. He was a Sakawa guy. And I preached to him, and he repented. He told me, I do this, I do this, I do this. What do I do? I want to stop. Should I stop or I should continue? But me, now I've seen that I have to stop because if I don't stop, I still can't serve God. So take my phone. <laughs> I said, No, I won't take your phone, but I'm going to block it. 
I'll, I'll delete all the things there. I'll delete this. This who is this girl? Deleted. Who is this person? Delete the person's number. Who is this person? So that you don't see their status and their bottles and all those things. Hey, there are some people, all their friends are posting nude pictures on their status. I mean status, WhatsApp status. Oh, there are some from continent their Bible quotations. And you'll be out, share. Obi or Sorano Paul, Skoliko, WhatsApp, Obi Tobiam one or two. Yeah. So I, I said, block this person, delete this one, block this one, delete this one. That's genuine repentance. And from that day, he has not been involved in that kind of life again. And be, before that, you had been trying to travel, try to also work When he started serving God, God now opened the door and he's now in the United States and they've given him but this was a Sakawa boy. <laughs> Are you with me? They show what? Genuine repentance. Genuine repentance. Genuine repentance is not that they can ah, why, why, ah, ah, then they are crying rolling on the, in, on the ground. That's not genuine repentance. That's remorse. Why are they not my eye? What do you say? It's like somebody who has gone to steal or they've caught him and they are beating him. Me, you you. Hey, The next week they've grabbed him again. Yeah, this is my last time. Or somebody who has committed fornication. After they commit fornication, then they do. Oh, oh, that's not repentance oh. repentance is as soon as they get up they slap the boy they get they leave the room they block him when he calls they say no i'm not i block they call with a new number you block they call with another number you block they go to facebook you block then we know that you have repented point four they produce genuine converts produce the fruit of the spirit or the fruit of good works the fruit of the spirit of fruit of good works please tell for me Matthew 5 verse 16 Jesus said let your light shine before men Matthew 5 16 Jesus said let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and give glory to your father who is in heaven Matthew 5 16 do you see that have you seen it there? When people become saved, truly saved, they shine. They shine. They shine like light. People see them and they see a difference in their lives. Are you with me? There's a difference in their life. The way they conduct themselves, the way they walk around, the way they dress. They don't dress, they don't dress like they used to dress. Huh? Are you with me? So if you used to dress in a certain way, Everyone saw you and they saw that this guy looks like a weed smoker. This lady looks like a prostitute. Going through all those trousers, through those knickers, through those boxer shorts, those panties, through those, those hairs away. And let your light shine. Before what? Before men. Before men. Our light shines before men. Before what? Before men. You see, I say, wow, you are a Christian. Wow, you are, you, I love you. You are, you, are, you are truly serving God. You are truly serving God. 
these days our dressing doesn't even depict Christians again we dress anyhow we wear anything huh? we wear anything people just wear anything they dress anyhow they talk anyhow and they tell you before men before men Jesus say, my good works, your good works must be seen by men. So true converts, they produce good works. Somebody said true converts produce good works. Titus 3 verse 8. Titus 3 verse 8. True converts produce good works. Titus 3 8. For three eight 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 eight. This is a faithful saying. And these things I will that thou affirm constantly. These are things that I know it is, it is true. It is correct. It is right. And I want you to keep saying it. And I want you to keep doing it. And I don't want you to forget it. Do it constantly. This is that. That which have that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. A Christian who is involved in betting, is that one a, a Christian? Uh, a Christian who is dating two ladies, is that one a Christian? A Christian who is sleeping around, is that one a Christian? A Christian who is a liar, is that one a Christian? A Christian who can't forgive, is that one a Christian? I mean, who is a Christian? Are you a Christian? When you can't forgive? Who is a Christian? And Paul is saying, we should, Titus is saying, well, it's Paul, it's Paul. Paul is saying, Paul wrote this book to Titus. What is he saying? They which have believed in God, they which have believed, have you believed in God? Therefore, maintain good works. Maintain. Maintain. These things are good and profitable unto men. I told you all the people who are killing people and putting freeze, they have John, Peter, Michael, Daniel, James. Killing another human being, is it profitable unto men? Being a liar at the workplace, is it profitable unto men? Taking bribe, is it profitable unto men? One of the reasons why there are no jobs is not because there are no jobs. So the ones to give their jobs are taking 10,000 to give their job. 10,000. May God deal with them. May judgment arise unto them. May they perish. May they wither. May they wither. He said, This is the curse hanging in the air for they that steal thieves. A job you are supposed to give to people. I mean, government jobs. When you are entering the army, 12,000, 15,000, huh? 14,000, 20,000. 
if your parents are doing those kind of things, eh, you have to put your hands on your head and pray. Oh, that God will have mercy on you. If not, eh, you are cursed. I'm telling you this. Ghana is becoming very, very difficult because of these things. When you go to America, you just enter the place, they just ask you, your detail, they look at you, so we will take you. That's all. That's all. China, that's it. You come to Africa, you must drop money or your promotion is not coming. You must drop money or your transfer is not coming. Come on, transfer. You must drop money. Drop 5,000 or else your transfer will not come. Because we have to pay this person. We have to give to this person their portion. Do you understand what it means? Government has employed you to come and work. Your work as a government employee is to work on the transfers of people. And you are being paid every month. Do you understand? Then somebody comes for you to do your work. Like a teacher teaches in the classroom. Like a nurse who is injecting people. Then you, you say that I will still take money. You, you are just like what Zacchaeus was doing. I will still take money huh, before I do it for you. very soon all those people that's why they start getting cancers 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 bone diseases sicknesses illnesses and their children are having arthritis and all kinds of diseases may they be cursed because they are the reason why people are struggling in our country may they be cursed Profitable servants, unprofitable workers, unprofitable politicians, unprofitable men. May they be cursed. May they go on retirement and find out that they have nothing to boast about. Wretched car, wretched house, wretched man, everything wretched. Because they rob people from their destinies. Watch those people with their lives. Have you seen those people? You see how they are when they are in their they are in their sisters. They have nothing. Look, what will you get? Five thousand. You won't use it for anything because it's a thief's money. Christians, that's not what we do. That's not what we do. Galatians five twenty two. Galatians 5 22. I'm almost done. By the fruit of the Spirit, genuine converts, they bear the fruit of good works, they bear the fruit of the Spirit. They say, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, they work in love. Don't say that this case I'm releasing is not love, it's a sign that I am a man of love. A man of love opposes justice. And oppose what is right. A man of love uphold justice. If I am not loving, if I don't have love, then I'm not just. Every just judge would, when a judge is declaring that a, a, a person should go to jail, he's not being a wicked person, he's being a loving person because 
if he goes to jail, hundreds of people's homes will be safe. Do you understand? It's called ethics. When you do theology, you learn it. It is out of love because I see the pain of joblessness. I see the pain of struggles. How people have to struggle just to be transferred from one place to another to do the same work. <laughs> Think about it. To do the same work. It's not like they are... They, to do the same work with meager salary. Nothing, nothing to nothing. But he still has to pay three times his salary. Just to be transferred. Because they are thieves. Love. Joy. Did you see that the guy, he said, and he joyfully Zacchaeus, joyfully. Joy, peace. Long suffering. Uh, what else? Gentleness. Long suffering there is more like patience, okay? Or um, perseverance. It means that they have an ability of waiting. So when you are in a relationship with a lady, you have the fruit of the spirit, you are able to wait till you are married. You don't jump the gun. Are you with me? When God promises that one day I'm going to take you to the nations of the earth and you are going to do, you don't jump the gun. Are you with me? When God promises that he's going to prosper you, you don't use dubious ways to get prosperity. You don't use azar. Azar means. Are you with me? A young prophet is going about telling people, who also seed mommy, who also seed mommy, who got me, who check. They don't have long suffering. There has been times, there has been times we have had to go to sleep hungry. There has been times we have only 20 cities on us. There has been times we have only 50 cities on us. We didn't have to bother to call anyone. All my years of ministry. Uh, it's not like I'm saying this to brag, but I've just learned to be patient. I've just learned to have a certain sense of long suffering uh, if it comes to what I'll eat and drink and wear I'm content I'm content I'm content Mr. Linda are you here? be content long suffering that's what it means God has promised you that he's going to he's going to do this in your life but your waiter is not coming a true sign that you're a true, you're a true convert is that you will still wait on God. Are you with me? You still do what? You still wait on God. But the one who's not a true, hey, hey, ready? I feel the one who's me. I remember what we said. Men so me, yeah, then men so no. No, I call Jedro. No, I call Wari Wini. Ah, I call Wari then Wini. Because or Wari Amanya me anka se niyewu. You are not a true convert gentleness they have a certain sense of gentleness not timidity gentleness gentleness a christian must be gentle jesus was gentle in his speech in his conduct he was gentle the apostles were gentle you must be gentle in handling issues gentle in how you relate with people gentle must be gentle. Huh? Must be gentle. Then, goodness. Wow. 
This is one of the ways I like using goodness. I tell people, one time somebody sent him, he said, we're doing something. And the person sent him, he said, wow, you, you bought it. I said, yeah, but we thank you for your goodness. It is through your goodness we're able to acquire this. Are you with me? Goodness simply means doing good. Do you, a person can be a person who does good so much that it, goodness becomes a part of him. Eh? Goodness. If I tell you how many times I have to be on course and how many times I have to be sending people money and people uh, time and doing and do certain things for people when at the same time I've not bought a single thing for myself. Eh? You're surprised. There are sometimes for three months I haven't bought anything for myself. Three months. I haven't bought anything for myself. And those three months I've spent like 5,000 cities on others. If any goodness. It's a fruit of the spirit. It is what Jesus used to die for us. He was dying on the cross knowing that others were going to be the ones to benefit. That's goodness. These days, Christians, every now and then, it is me or is nobody. Me or nobody. Me or nobody. Me or nobody. Me or nobody. If I, don't, if I can't use it, no one should get it used. Goodness. True Christians, that's what they do. Goodness. True Christians. It's not that I can't buy a cow. Eh, it's not that I can't buy a cow. Or I can't have certain things. It's because of goodness. It's because of goodness. Don't I want to share stories, but I don't share them. I just maybe I'm like Jesus or something. We never saw a single instance where Jesus said, go and feed the poor. Never. Until Judas decided to say, why didn't we sell it? No, no, not that one. Um, um, the time Jesus said, go and do what you have to do. And, and, and the scripture says that for they thought that he was saying that he should go and take care, give money to the poor as they usually do all the time. But I'm worried. I'm wondering why throughout the whole Bible, that's the only time scripture says that Jesus used to give to the poor every time. But they never recorded. But today people are telling us that that's what we should be doing. As the main thing that if we are Christians, we should be giving to the poor every and let people know that hey, and the church they are taking offering. They are never doing anything. But I'm saying that every day, every day, videos, I mean audio, people are sending me audios, man of God, I, my, I even want to eat and want to drink, I don't have, and I'm sending 100, I'm sending 200, I'm sending 500, and this person is doing that, I'm sending, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. And because it's not on a giant screen, it's not on a giant screen, people will say that we are stingy but we are good we are going about doing good and men are saying it's not true are men not saying let me get a recording give me a minute look at this man of God you mean should I you mean on your case here 
adebia o shushebiano nyamema wansanka wachire trulafo yaminshirafa have you heard it goodness it's a watcher true love you have shown true love i just opened a whatsapp audio you see when i'm telling you this i i there are so many of you this just this is just yesterday evening goodness christians goodness when was the last time you also decided that i was going to buy something for this person as a gift when was the last time when was the last time you decided that i'm going to do something for someone for free without money huh but this this everything must be done for money hey everything must be done for money. goodness faith is a proof is a, a fruit of the spirit of true converts have faith in god true converts next verse that's our last point faith Hey, next verse. Twenty-three. Meekness. Meekness. Meekness is a disposition towards selflessness. Yeah. Well, almost all of this one, they are all intertwined. Like goodness, you can't be good without meekness because it's meekness that will make you find out that let me put other people, other people ahead of myself. Aha. Meekness is also the same as humility, okay? Or humbleness. Okay? Humbleness or humility. Ah, that's meekness. Temperance here is patience. Patience. Against such there's no law. He's saying that if a Christian can keep these things, if a Christian bears these fruits, nothing can stop him. If you have this fruit, there will never be a time that will come and you you will be a muslim or a buddhist and say you know i'm now a foreigner that living their line to us because you didn't have faith because you didn't have patience when somebody step step on your toes you didn't have patience this is that you didn't have faith you didn't have temperance you didn't have perseverance you didn't have love you didn't have joy i hear you have gone home The last thing I want to share with you about true converse is that they produce the fruit of righteousness. Psalm 23 verse 3. He leads me. In the path of righteousness for his name's sake. righteousness a holy living a righteous living and i think i've talked about all of these i want to dance with you walk with you laugh with you i want you to be on your feet i want to dance with you walk with you my jesus I want to dance with you. Laugh with you. 
walk with you. I want to dance with you. Walk with you. Walk with you, my Jesus. I want to dance with you. I want to dance with you. Walk with you. Dance with you. I want to dance. I want to dance with you. Walk with you, my Jesus. I want to dance with you. I want to dance with you. Walk with you. Laugh with you. I want to dance with you. Walk with you, my Jesus. I want to dance with you. I want to dance I want to dance Speaking tongues, I do so. Bala Kabar Bala, 
In our days, we will see authentic Christianity. We will see it. Genuine Christians. My God. We will bring that revival back to our days. Amen. Hey, if you have to be a Christian, eh? You see the things I'm saying? They are serious things, oh. If you have to be a Christian that in the ministry or you come to church not because of good music, lighting, keyboard, but the word of God. You are a serious Christian. I'm telling you this. You are a serious Christian. That's a sign. That's a sign. That's a sign. It means there is not you are unstoppable. It means there is no sin you cannot come out. What can stop you? What can stop you? What can hinder your growth? You will prosper like a joke. If you have the word, you will prosper like a joke. I'm, te- I'm telling you, you will prosper like a joke. In my days, I will see authentic Christianity. I will see true Christians. I will see true Christianity. Begin to prophesy it into your in your life. In my days, I will see true Christianity. I will see true disciples. I will see true conversions. I will see true Christians. Have your seat for me. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Wow. 